everyone, and welcome to the Today Show Detroit. I am Zach Damon, joined by the one and only Izzy Camilleri, the fashion designer and founder of Is Adaptive. And Izzy, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, doing wonderful. So there's so much to cover because you've done so much in your amazing career. Do you mind if we jump in? Yeah, go right ahead. All right, absolutely. So you have made a name for yourself, uh, designing clothing for national and international clients for over 37 years. And of course, you've built an amazing reputation uh, by creating pieces that are provocative, yet refined and sophisticated. And of course, the important thing, always wearable. And of course, your designs have been featured in publications from Vogue to InStyle to Harper's Bazaar and Forbes to the highly influential fashionista.com. And of course, top celebrities from all genres have worn many uh, of your pieces as well, including David Bowie, Angelina Jolie, Jason Momoa, Daniel Radcliffe, and of course, Meryl Streep, uh, just to name a few. But I'm curious, Izzy, what first led you uh, to fashion design? Uh, well, well, when I was a kid, my mom actually taught me how to sew when I was a little girl. And I really, she, my mom taught, I have two sisters and she, she taught all of us, but I seemed to really enjoy it. And, uh, and it became a hobby and then it became a career. Wow. That's amazing. And of course, I mean, growing up, did you gravitate, uh, to any, you know, designers, uh, when, when you were young? Uh, yeah, when, well, when I was, I went to fashion college uh, when I was 19, just after high school, and uh, that was the 80s, and um, there was a designer named Claude Montana, who was, um, he did really beautiful work, and that he was very inspiring, and then actually a designer from like the 20s, a guy named Erte, um, was also very influential to me. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, fashion is something that uh, I think is just amazing uh, because it incorporates so many different things. I mean, would you agree it's almost wearable art uh, in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's a very creative uh, thing, you know, and, and, and it, 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 it also, it's, you know, the first thing that we see uh, when we see a person not only is their face, but what they're wearing. And it really defines who we are and what we're into. And, you know, it really defines a lot more than just, you know, something that's covering our bodies. Absolutely. And of course, getting back uh, to your career uh, and your, your, you know, accomplishments in 2006, uh, your fashion line, Izzy Camilleri, uh, which combined sleek leathers and of course, uh, furs and lavish textiles uh, that earned you the, the Canadian Arts and Fashion Awards, or CAFA, uh, the coveted uh, Women Designer of the Year Award. And of course, the Royal uh, Ontario Museum uh, featured a six-month exhibition in 2014, highlighting uh, your unique career in fashion. Uh, and then the display included uh, past iconic designer pieces uh, from your signature collection, of course, Izzy Camilleri, as well as the uh, is ISMA and the uh, MIZ collections. Uh, and and it of course, it also focused on the uh, revolutionary is adaptive collection, 
uh, an adaptive clothing line created for wheelchair users. So uh, I wanted to know too, because I find this interesting in all the design work that you've done previous. I mean, when did you first realize uh, the idea uh, for the Is Adaptive collection? I mean, what was sort of the motivation behind that? Was there some sort of aha moment for you? Uh, well, I, um, I started to do custom work for a woman who was a wheelchair user back in 2005. And um, I had uh, never worked with someone with a disability. She um, was quadriplegic from a very unfortunate shooting um, when she was 18 years old. And um, so when I started to work with her, I just became a sponge and I, I learned all the issues and that she had with clothes as well as all the compromises she had to make around clothing. And I had no idea that someone who lived with a disability had different clothing challenges than myself or needs or, or you know, that certain things she just, she just couldn't wear. And um, I, it, just, it just became uh, very interesting. And, and, and also I, I just became so much more compassionate for people living with a disability because it wasn't only around clothing, but I just came to understand how she lived her life different than the way I did or have. And um, so it was through working with her that I realized that there was this huge void out there um, for people that live with a disability and in and around clothing. So that's, yeah. that was the seed that was planted. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you, you know, you bring up a great point, right? I mean, getting dressed, I mean, we all, you know, uh, would be going somewhere or something like that. And we, we don't necessarily think about, oh, gee, it may be difficult uh, to put on these, these trousers or, you know, uh, for me, it's very difficult uh, to put shoes on. You know, I was born with uh, cerebral palsy, so I use crutches. And so my, my flexibility uh, is not as uh, flexible as some. And so, yeah, shoes have always been uh, something that I, I really enjoy, right? You like a good mm -hmm. pair of shoes and you like to look good. Uh, but to but to put them on sometimes can be uh, you know extremely challenging and so yeah not you bring up a great point not everyone sort of thinks about those those different challenges I mean I'm I'm curious too you know what uh, has the response been in terms of you know launching uh, you know is adaptive and and have you noticed a great response uh, from that line Yeah definitely um, there's been so many. Um moments of appreciation from people and how like literally life-changing it can be for people when they've been given something back in some cases where you know if someone's had an accident and they couldn't quite dress the way that they used to um i had one woman tell me that uh one of our pieces made her feel human again like that was huge you know i've i've also witnessed people even come like cry at mm. the fact that they could start wearing something they thought they could never ever wear so um it's been very very impactful and uh it's been really awesome wonderful i mean yeah that's the power uh, of fashion i think that you know not to be pun intended but i think you know fashion is sort of the the fabric that brings us all together in many ways right mm -hmm. uh, like you said sometimes the first thing you say uh, at a dinner party when when you're attending is oh my gosh I like that jacket or hey you know you look really great you know different things so 
to, to hear those uh, comments about how it made people feel human again. I mean, that just has to warm your heart. And I want to commend you uh, and every and all of your staff uh, for the great work that you're doing with this adaptive. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I wanted to touch, um, you know, on this too, because, you know, while you're still, uh, you know, attending the needs of the fashion world, uh, you know, your personal focus revolves around also inner beauty and good health and wellness. And of course, in early 2017, uh, you wrote a self-published uh, book and it's called Izzy's uh, Eating Plan uh, with a mission uh, to make present and future generations uh, more helpful. And of course, uh, we're going to take a quick break, folks. But when we come back, we're going to talk more with Izzy Camilleri and talk about Izzy's eating plan right after this. 